Welcome back to episode 42 of the Charge Up Show. Today we had an interview with Adam Brady. This episode is sponsored by Revolution Hockey. Revolution is located in Cambridge, Ontario and is a great hockey school to improve your edge work and power training for the ice. They provide weekly ice time so it prepares you for your upcoming tryouts. Once again, thanks to Revolution Hockey and enjoy the podcast. Please welcome the former captain of Bemidji State, Adam Brady. So let us just give us an update, obviously, after the NCAA season ended. What's happened since the end of the season till now for you? Where are you? And obviously, we know you're in Minnesota. And let us know what's going on with you. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, right now I'm in, uh, in Minnesota still, near the uh, Twin Cities, living with my with my girlfriend and her mom. So um, obviously with the, with the borders closing, kind of unique situations. But yeah, I mean um tough end of the season but uh obviously it had to be done everyone is in the same situation so um just trying to stay busy and it's uh it's been pretty good so i can't complain awesome yeah good to hear so i'm just kind of curious like how um how like did you guys end off your season like was it like midway through and everything kind of got shut down or uh so yeah so we were actually about to play bowling green in the second round okay um so it was like a it was a Thursday practice, so we were playing the next day and everything, and uh, it was weird. Like, the night before that, one of my roommates was like, man, I don't think we're like, I don't think we're playing tomorrow. Yeah. And we are like, yeah, right. Like, what are you talking about? Just because he was reading some stuff on Twitter. I think it was about, like, uh, the men's basketball, maybe the March Madness or something. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, we woke up the next morning, and it, uh, it wasn't good. Everything kind of blew up, so we were literally just about to step on the ice, and our athletic director pulled off gave us the news and said that we'd hopefully play Friday. And then on the Saturday, the winner, they were trying to do like a WCHA final on the Saturday. Okay. And then hopefully get like the NCAA tournament going the next week. <laughs> um, Cause we were 11th in the nation. Like we were pretty much a win away from going to the tournament. So wow. um, yeah, literally like right before we were stepping on the ice, we got the news and then he told us that. And then within an hour it was canceled completely. So yeah, uh, yeah it was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, that must have been tough for you as being your last year, right? Correct? Yep. Yep. So, well, yeah, just how how were you able to deal with that? And that's pretty heartbreaking. And what were your first thoughts? And I don't know. I just kind of want to pick your brain on on how tough that was. Yeah, it was emotional for, for sure. It was um, kind of such a surprise that you didn't really know how to react, to be honest with you. Like, um, I mean, we literally just we went home and like me and the other seniors were just talking to each other. Like it, it doesn't seem real. Like it hasn't set in. Um, we didn't really feel anything. And then I think, uh, you know, as the days went by and then people started to go home and um, obviously things got worse with the, with the COVID then things really set in and um, it just sucked. Cause we had, we had such a good team and we were, uh, you know, the second half of our season was really strong and we were in a really good uh, position to um, to move forward. And obviously being my last year, it just, it stings more knowing that, you know, you're never going to get another chance at that. And then like, just looking back at how good that team was and um, how fun the season was and all that. So yeah, it was definitely tough. And then kind of just before we get into your hockey career, obviously I'm still trying to pull it up because my computer's being all laggy, but um. Uh, what was you said you're near the Twin Cities and what what was all with the protesting and obviously the big part of that was in Minneapolis and 
or like did that affect where you're living at all um so actually i was still um in northern minnesota at that time so i really wasn't down here but uh no the protests didn't come uh didn't come close to this area we're in like minnetonka area um so i think it was i think it was pretty peaceful over here but yeah uh yeah it was it was pretty crazy in minneapolis for uh for a bit there for sure yeah yeah it was really shocking and i mean going back to the the last year thing like I just I feel so bad for all the you know the overagers or like the seniors right with all sports even like with high school right that like so many missed opportunity opportunities of you know missed missed scholarships or you know trying to fight for that last kind of pro year I guess right so it's got to be tough. Yeah no I there's even guys like uh, there was a sophomore team this year from Toronto and he uh, he had a really late scholarship um, you know he was committed like. I think in June or July, yeah, um, which is pretty strange because he was an overager playing uh, in the OJ actually, and uh, like he even said it, he's like, man, like <laughs> if this is a couple years earlier and I don't like I don't get to play as long, like I, like, I I wouldn't be here, and that's what he was saying too. He was like, I feel so bad for yeah. you know that could have been me type deal. So yeah, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but let's get on a positive note now. So <laughs> start going through your. Um, your hockey career and we'll start in minor hockey it says you're from delhi i'm assuming you're from delhi yeah. i had a couple delhi boys on my team so what was it like they obviously have the new landon mccallum who just the first round of the ohl from delhi and yep. what was the, what was it like growing up in delhi i don't know if you played like novice there and then obviously playing for brantford to the ranks yeah it, um i loved it i still love delhi i think it's a great spot um good little hockey town and definitely uh a great place to grow up. I think, um, you know, I just, just growing up all like being my I had two older brothers. So all we really knew was hockey growing up. Um, you know, once we got home from school, dinner after dinner, and then my mom would drag us in for, uh, for bedtime. So we, uh, we were always, we were always playing hockey. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I played in Delhi actually until, uh, I played both years peewee, in Delhi, and then for AAA, I went to Bantam for, or yeah, I went to Brantford for both years of Bantam and then minor midget. So I, uh, uh, my my older brother actually went to AAA pretty early. My brother Tom and my dad just said he didn't really learn like puck skills and because um, he went there such at a young age that you know it's obviously a little higher level of play. And he's like, I want you to have more puck skills. You can do summer hockey you know, on AAA, like Toronto teams, whatever, but I want you to play in Delhi and, you know, work on, work on your game and, you know, you can have the puck and then you can work, really work on your shots, stick handling, um, all that stuff. So I think that, I think that really helped me. And, um, yeah, I, I love playing at Brantford. It was, um, really good time. We ended up having a decent amount of guys drafted to in my minor midget year and, um, ran into a pretty good Elgin Middlesex team in my minor midget year. So, um, no, it was, uh, it was fun growing up though. It was, uh, Delhi's a good spot and a good little hockey town. Yeah, that's great. And so, uh, you made a good point. I was actually talking to a couple of people today about, um, the importance of everyone thinks, oh, you need to play AAA, you need to play AAA. And that's, that's all, that's a very good point. And I'm a big believer in that too, is that, um, sometimes it's better to play at a lower level and be the best player and have the puck all the time. And that really helps you develop. But then jumping into your minor midget season, and the next question I had is, 
says you were the captain. You had you put up some, quite the points. Um, where, where were you drafted? Where were you drafted? That's something that it's hard harder to research. And were your sights always NCAA, or were you, did you want to play in the OHL like most kids around here do? Um, yeah, so I was drafted in the fourth round by Owen Sound. Um, so I, uh, I mean, yeah, like growing up, I didn't even really know what college hockey was to be completely honest with you. Oh yeah. Um, I think, you know, growing up in Ontario, you don't really see that side of it. And now I think we're, we're doing a better job. Um, I mean, Canada in general at kind of showcasing the, the NCAA side of things and how it can, um, you know, you can get a full scholarship and maybe things don't work out, but you know, you have a great education and then, um, you know, the other side of it, the level of play, I think it's, um, I think it's the best prep for pro hockey and, um, it's unbelievable hockey, but, uh, yeah, I, I had my, I had my sights set on OHL for sure. I went to camp, uh, I went to camp my first year, didn't make it and, uh, was lucky enough to affiliate or affiliate, uh, with the Hamilton Red Wings the year before in minor midget. And they, uh, they said, if things don't work out in the O, then, you know, you got a spot here. So, um, knew the staff there. I knew that I would have a, a decent opportunity. So, um, I jumped on that. And then once I started figuring out the college side of things, you go on a couple of visits, you hear from teams. I'm like, you know what? I don't really think I'm ready to move away from home when I'm 16, 17 years old. Like I'm going to see what this college route is. And it just felt right. And, uh, yeah, I have no regrets. Yeah. I always like, it's always like such a hard decision, right? Like talking to people through the podcast, like it's, there's at such a young age and especially like living with the billets, like you, you grow up so fast and like, I feel like for me, like the difference between OHL and going to like college or whatever, like the education piece, like having that like as a foundation is also pretty important as well. Would you say that was kind of in the mindset for you? You know what? Like it, it was probably mostly to do with the hockey and just like personally, you know, like you said, like you're moving into a villa when you're 16, 17 years old, you're, you know, you're five, 10 hours away from home. Like that's not easy. You're going to a new high school, you're meeting new friends. Um, and then you got to play like a 65 game schedule on top of that. Like it's, yeah. it's not easy to do. Um, but yeah, like with the school, like just, you know, you have so many resources and, um, you know, our, especially at Bemidji, like we were, you know, we had grade checks, attendance checks. So, um, you know, you're going to class every day and you're going to every class. Yeah. And I never was a great student and I did, very well in college just because um you know you they tell you sit in the first row um you know if any of these grade checks or attendance checks come back with any notes saying that you had unexcused uh absences then you know it's going to be running the next morning and if it happens again the whole team runs like there's there's a lot of things that go into it and then if you are struggling and there's going to be tutoring available to you and um there's just so many resources that makes it a really really smooth transition and it was you know i loved it yeah that's always good another big thing is too is when you go to the ohl you're you play some people play two years in the ohl some people play four some people play three and you're going you're trying to make a decision whether you want to play youth sport or go to the try to play pro at 20 versus now you've played five years of junior four years of NCAA, you have a you have a degree, and now you're like, okay, now I can take a shot at pro if I want, or I can go get a job. Exactly. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot. You're like a lot more brain. mature, and you're a lot better than you would have been at 20 in the OHL for sure. But uh, that's the thing. Like, if you're if you're you know a kid that's 
fully developed when you're 16, 17, and you, you know, you, you think you're going to have a good shot at getting drafted and, um, you know, a, a faster route, I guess, then no doubt. And you know what, there, there's really no wrong route. It's whatever you want to do. Like if you, if you really want to go to the H- OHL, you can do it. If you want to go NCAA, you can do it. Like if you, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think for me, it's like looking back at when I was 18, 19, like it's a lot different than now. And then if you don't, you know, if you don't use your OHL package within a certain amount of time, then it's gone. And then you have to choose like, do I want to, do I want to make a run at this pro thing or, um, or not, you know, or it's, it's, it's a tough decision. Um, it's, it's a stressful for sure. Like I remember when I was going through it, it was very stressful. A lot of, you know, talks with my parents and friends and coaches and everyone. And, um, you know, you just got to go with, with your gut pretty much. So yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's stressful though. So now let's jump right into junior hockey and, uh, the Hamilton doesn't even have an OJ team anymore, but run us through what it was like jumping in at 16 and just your experience playing for that Hamilton team. I had never heard of until I saw your stats. <laughs> um actually that was like a i think that program was there for a really really long time um some really good alumni zach hyman um and they uh i i they treated me well i i enjoyed it it was uh it was definitely a big jump going from uh you know playing against 15 year olds to playing against 20 year olds and um you kind of have to adjust your game accordingly and accept you know maybe a like a bottom six role versus, you know, you're used to being on the first power play in the first line. And, um, it kind of taught me both sides of the ice for sure. Um, and, uh, no, I, I enjoyed it and it, it was fun to, it was fun to move, like, you know, get a step closer at, you know, the ultimate goal and just getting at higher levels in hockey. So, um, you know, it was fun it was close to home. So I, uh, yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah. And then after that, I'm just kind of going through your elite prospects here, you jumped over to Caledonia. So was it, so you were two years in the Hamilton and then you jumped to the, the GOJ. So how was kind of run us through that experience and kind of your mindset through that? Yeah. So I was, uh, that second year in Hamilton, we were, uh, we were terrible. I think we had like four or five wins, um, you know, in like 45 games. Like it, it was, oh, yeah. it wasn't good. We were, we were like pretty much, all 17 or 16 years old. We were super young. We had a ton of trades and um, Caledonia was really good at the time. And they, uh, they Caledonia's just, still good. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, uh, they seem to have a, always a pretty good team, but uh, no. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's, I'm going to go over there at the deadline, which yeah. was like January sometime and, you know, win some games and have some fun. I just really wasn't, uh, you know, I was enjoying the game and I was playing a ton, but I was just, you know, it's discouraging when you, um, when you, when you play that many games and you only had a handful of wins. So, um, yeah, I decided to go up to Hamilton. I think it was like 15 games into that year and then, uh, had a little playoff run, but, uh, yeah, no, just kind of, uh, just kind of a last second yeah. decision and anyway, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So did that allow you to become a free agent in the OJ and was that already traded or that, did that, that, that's kind of another thing too. Um, it worked out. So I'd be able to kind of have some freedom the following year. I was, uh, actually thinking about going to BC, um, 
you know, I was thinking about the USHL. There was a lot of, there was a lot of different things that uh, I was kind of thinking about in terms of, you know, junior hockey for the next year. And just uh, had a really good conversation with the coach in Kingston, Colin Burkis. And he, uh, you know, we had a, we had a really, really, really good team. And, uh, you know, he actually brought me down for like, for a visit there, me and my dad and such a nice city, such a cool spot. And I was like, you know what, let's, let's do Kingston. It's not, uh, obviously very close to home, but it's not across the country either. So yeah. that was another thing. And yeah, it was, I loved Kingston. It was amazing. Yeah. It seemed like you did pretty good there as well. Right. So that, that always probably helped your, your career, right? You, uh, I, I guess in your 14, 15 year when you're, you're a capped or no, sorry, assistant captain, you, you lit it up there just on your stats here, 46 games, uh, 43 goals. It's pretty good. Yeah, we were, we were a really solid team. I think we had like probably around nine or 10 college commitments probably. So we lost in the finals against Toronto Lakeshore and, um, yeah, no, that was, that was a really good year for me. Um, I played with, I had some really good line mates, Alex Tonch, who, I uh, went to Robert Morris, and then uh, he's playing professionally now. And then the year before that, I actually played with Brett Sini as well, who's uh, with the Devils. And, um, yeah, there are some really, really good teams, some underrated teams, I think. And, um, yeah, that year my offense kind of took off for me, and, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Now, run us through your decision to, to go to the USHL. I'm assuming you weren't committed through the OJ, or did you commit in the OJ? Uh, I committed out of the USHL. Yes. So, what was your decision? Was it I need? I want to commit. I need to go to uh, the the USHL is the best best junior league in North America. Yeah, like I was I was thinking about it before. Um, you know, I had scholarship offers that just weren't. Um, you know, I honestly I just thought I could you know get a a better school pretty much, and you know, no offense to any schools or anything like that, but I just felt that, um, you know, the league I was playing again, and that I didn't really get the respect that, um, you know, that I might deserve and uh, had a really good talk with Lincoln and actually probably regret it, honestly, not going there earlier. But, um, yeah, I just kind of had a good connection with the uh, the general manager in Lincoln and kind of got to know what it was all about. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's different over there. Like, you have a team of 25 guys and, you know, everyone has a D1 commitment yeah. and uh, it's a amazing league. And I was like, you know what, I, I'm going to do it. I'm, I don't want to go to college yet. Um, you know, with what I had and I'm going to, I'm going to go to Lincoln and see what happens. And, you know, worst comes to worst. I just go to college a year later. And um, yeah, it was just like one of those gut decisions. And, uh, but another one that I don't regret for sure. And then you, let's, let's hear your commitment story. We always ask the commitment story and, um, obviously it wasn't the first offer you got, but you felt it was right and tell us where you were, how it happened. Um, it's a, it's a strange one, man. I, uh, so that year in Lincoln, I only played 27 games. So I played the first half. Um, and then I got into a bad car accident when I was home for Christmas break. So I had compound femur fracture, pelvic fractures. Oh, wow. uh, I broke my tailbone. I had a, uh, a bleeding spleen and I had a punctured lung. And I was really, really banged up. So my season was done. Yeah. And I, uh, it would have been, I think May. And, uh, I still like, there was, there was teams that were, you know, there was probably 10 teams that were, you know, really interested. And then, 
um, you know, this happens and everyone's like, well, like medically, I don't think it's gonna, you know, work out anymore, which I respected, but I was like, Hey, look, like I'm, I'm coming back from this and you know, I can do it. And, uh, so, so it was funny. I literally, I was in the press box. Uh, I went back to Lincoln in like March and I was in the press box for a game in probably late April. And, um, this guy came up to me. I, he didn't have like anything on his jacket or anything. It was the coach of, uh, Bemidji. And, uh, he just came up and shook my hand and said, Hey, like I'm rooting for you. And, uh, you know, keep working. I was like, Oh, thanks. Like, that's all he said. Kind of turned around, shook his hand. Yeah. Thanks for the kind words, whatever. And, um, the guy, the kid beside me was like, I'm pretty sure that's like a call. I'm pretty sure that's a Bemidji guy. I was like, Oh, okay. That's weird. Um, and then, you know, talking to my advisor and stuff, like I, I wasn't sure if I was going to get something, you know, I, there was still a little bit of interest, but it was, you know, windling down. And eventually I thought all the schools were just going to kind of bail. And then, uh, out of the blue said, Hey, like we want to have you on a visit and, uh, you know, we're going to have an offer for you. So I was like, Oh my God, like that's, that's great. Like yeah. <laughs> what else I asked for. So then, um, I think some other teams kind of caught wind of that. And then the following day I had, uh, a couple calls from other like WCHA teams. And then he called me like the following day, like literally right before my visit and was like, Hey, like we're going to give you a full ride. Wow. And I was like, well, I mean, <laughs> that must sign be me a up. huge like, relief. Yeah. yeah. I was like, sign me up. Like I'm, I'm in. So, uh, yeah, kind of a crazy story, but, um, yeah, I just went from kind of almost looking for, um, you know, other, other places other than like hoping for a, for a division one scholarship. And then all of a sudden I, I had one. So it was, uh, it was kind of funny, but it was not as awesome. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that is, that's quite cool. That's, that's, is very scary that, um, kind of everything you worked for was almost taken away from a tragic car accident, obviously that must have helped you grow in the future. Was that the reason that you didn't play your first season or what? Yeah. Or what? yeah. So I was, I was a medical red shirt that year. Um, so I got cleared for contact like a year and a month after. So it was my freshman year. I got cleared for contact in like January. And I was like, I probably could have snuck in some games, but like I still was not ready. Yeah. Um, talk with like, the coaching staff, trainers, all that. And, uh, it would have been a little sketchy, especially just to be like thrown into, yeah, full speed, you know, yeah. like playoffs by then. <laughs> so it would have been, um, it wouldn't really made sense, but, uh, yeah. So I did, uh, probably practiced, started practicing maybe in like December, a couple times a week. And then just as the, uh, season went on, just kind of worked up to almost skating every day with the team. Um, and then obviously that was a big off season for me before my sophomore year, which was my first year of playing, um, just with the therapy and, and all that stuff. So yeah, it was a, it was a medical my freshman year. Now, does that give you, doesn't that give you another year of eligibility? Yeah. So technically I, I do have another year, um, yeah. but I like, yeah. And I, and I did think about it too. And, um, I was like, you know what? I think I'm, I think I'm ready to go. Like, I think it's, I think it's time for me. I, you know, I have my degree and I think I, uh, I think, you know, where the stage I'm at now, I think like in my playing, playing career, I'm ready to go. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
so going into like the NCAA, like what was kind of um, the difference between like your past teams and stuff? Like, was it was it kind of a huge shock? Like with the the play style of it, like the lifestyle of was it like even more intense than it was like classes and practice workouts, stuff like that. It uh, yeah, it was a it was a big surprise. Um, you know, the level of play at the USHL is, uh, I think, you know, the best prep for it, but it's, uh, it's intense. Yeah. Like you're, you know, there's 24, 25 year olds on your team and, uh, you know, just the speed of it is just, it's insane. Like, honestly, like we, and we typically have, you know, a, a smaller team that is super, super fast. Um, that's typically the guys we recruit and like, that's kind of our, our team and, uh, just the hard nosed, um, not flashy, but, yeah. uh, you know, just a quick team. And, uh, yeah, the speed was, the speed was a really, really big, uh, big change for me. Um, and then just like practices too, like it's, you have, you have almost 30 guys now battling for, for spots. Right. Like you, yeah. you have a full extra line of forwards that want to play. And then you have like three extra D that want to play. Um, you know, you have three goalies, like it's, you just, every day is so like every day is pretty much a game, especially as, as a younger guy, like you got to go in there and you got to compete guys. You got to pretty much go in. And if you're, if you're on a really good team and a team that's returning a lot of older guys, you got to take spots. So, um, it was a, uh, it was definitely an adjustment, but, um, you know, it, it was, it was really, really fun. And I liked the, uh, you know, the, the structure and everything that we had at school, with like our coaches and our leadership groups were always super good, especially for me as a younger guy. So it was easy to, uh, it was easy to fall in there for sure. Yeah. What was your favorite part about being a college athlete? Student athlete. Favorite part of being a student athlete. Put me on the spot there. And what was your least favorite part? (laughs) Well, no, I think, I think honestly just, um, probably like the level of not the level well the level of play but just how much like every game means yeah because you you play instead of playing like a 70 game junior season or 60 whatever it is yeah. um you're you're playing like 34 36 oh wow so like how my coach explains it too is that like you're pretty much playing like almost like a stanley cup playoff if every team if you go like seven games with every team it's almost like doing a an NHL playoff. So it's really, really, really intense. And every game really is a playoff game because with that short season, like you can't afford to, you know, blow those leads or, um, you know, maybe lose to teams that you shouldn't, especially for like the paralyzed and the rankings. And it's just so intense that it just brings so much more to every game. And it's just, it's a blast. Yeah, that's pretty high stakes, right? Everyone's trying to fight for their spot, right? And especially, like you said, huge line, so everyone's probably trying to get some ice time as well, right? Yeah, like, I mean, like, practices will get intense. Like, pra- like a lot of borderline fighting in practice. Um, right. You know, guys will finish their check. Like, it just it gets so heated and it gets so intense that that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, you love each other and you're, you know, your best buddies, but... You know, you, you want to play, you know, you want to, yeah. you want to get in there and you want to want to be on the ice on uh, Fridays and Saturdays. Cause that's, you know, that's the funnest. So fair enough. Yeah. 
then becoming the captain and your senior year, what was it like finding out that you were become, uh, you know, you were going to become the captain and what were you aiming to do and what, how would you reflect on how you executed what you want to do as a captain? Uh, it was a, it was a huge honor for sure. Um, and I was, um, you know, I, I was always under, like I said before, kind of under really good leaders and, um, with our program, it's a lot about culture and, you know, a lot about the alumni and, uh, you know, we're, a, we're kind of a blue collar, hardworking, um, you know, honest playing team. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of what, you know, I wanted to represent really. And, um, I think part of it is like stepping up your game, obviously on the ice, but at the same time, it's, you know, being there if the guy's down, you know, given, you know, maybe giving a guy a kick in the ass when he needs it, even though it's one of your buddies, like that, that's, that's the tough thing. And that's what we wanted to do with, um, um, with our leadership group was just accountability. Yeah. So, um, you know, just cause that's, I think the hardest thing about being a captain is you have to tell, um, you know, you have to, you have to light into your team. Some, not that you have to, but, um, you know, that's kind of your, your role sometimes. And mm-hmm. you have to tell guys to, you know, step it up when, you know, your roommates with a guy, when you go home and it's, it's weird and it, you know, it's kind of awkward, but you have to do it. And that's, you know, the, the accountability factor was my, um, was my big thing. And I think I did a really good job and the guys get it too. Like yeah. there was no guy that took anything to heart and held it against me for the whole year. And it wasn't like I even had to say that much cause we were, um, we were, we were a pretty solid team obviously. So, but, it's uh it's yeah i think it's just a lot of things that you don't really think about when you're not in that position and then it's you know the leadership meetings with the coaches it's the one-on-one meetings with the coaches it's you know just a lot of stuff that you just try to do your best and you know kind of step step your game up so guys try to follow yeah there's definitely like pros and cons to that right and like as a captain like you're you're basically representing your team right like talking talking to your coaches like you're like you said, you're more one-on-one and it's, it's definitely more kind of mixed feelings, right? With your coaches, the players. So. Yeah, we were, I mean, and that's the thing too, like, you know, sometimes you travel on a weekend and you don't, you're not feeling very good on Monday. And it's like, well, the guys don't want to practice today. You know, five guys call you when you got off the bus or they come up to you and say, braids, like I, I got this going on. I got that going on. Like, you know, with, with injuries or bumps and bruises and, you know, what do you think about getting a day off tomorrow? And it's like, well, you know, maybe we didn't win both games and you know, maybe the coach isn't going to be too happy when I go in there Monday or, you know, give them a call on the Sunday or whatever. But those are the things that you got to do for, you know, the, pretty much the greater good of your team for, for the guys. And you got to be the guy that, you know, steps up and, you know, does that stuff because, you got to have a, a good relationship with your coaches so you can be on the same page. And I think we did a really good job of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just helps things run smoothly really. And I think it was, it was really, really a good relationship this year with the coaches. So that was nice. Awesome. Yeah. It seems like an awesome experience you had. And uh, our last question to wrap it up is what, what's next for you? Obviously it's hard to tell with COVID, but are, are you going to try to make a shot pro or are you, you're going to try to get a job. Just we want to see what your mindset is and what you want to do next. Yeah, I'm going to uh, keep playing, hopefully. Um, pretty much just 
pretty much just waiting it out to be honest with you i would uh definitely hoping for an american hockey league contract um and it's you know it's it's just so slow right now it's yeah. no one really knows still what's going to happen and it's i mean it's august and um yeah so there, there's so many question marks and i think now they're kind of getting you know a basis for you know when the professional leagues will start next year and things are starting to have some direction which is uh, a big positive but uh no, I think I would definitely like to to play some professional hockey this this year, and you know, just just keep playing. I think it's you know, what better job to have than than play hockey? So, exactly. um, I think I'm still feeling really good, and I'm you know, I'm I think I'm ready for it, and uh, I'm excited for it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, best of luck to you, and thanks again for coming on. It's been great chatting with you, and yeah, best of luck in the future. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all.